happen. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I actually like it a lot. I'm getting a lot of good, okay. good feedback about the name. Good. Well, I'm going to put out a record, you know, with the, the theme song and, you know, maybe a disco version. But, you know, maybe we can uh, make some royalties for that to pay for the new Chip Habit studio. There we go. Peter, we're about to have a discussion on shipping and everything that entails. Yeah. The first of many, yeah. one hopes. Yes. So why don't you tell uh, the, the, the world of podcasts a little about yourself and how you ended up here on this beautiful Saturday afternoon? Uh-huh. Well, I'm uh I'm I always define myself as being a, a a propeller head. So I am a geek by definition by nature and have been in the tech industry for many years and Silicon Valley after getting my degree in engineering and so what I've always done as well too is I've always really been interested in the whole business of getting getting stuff made and getting stuff to you and that's how i ended up getting into something we call logistics and the uh, the, the the magic part for me is putting together technology and logistics so that's what i've really been doing my whole career and waiting for the time to be right for those two to really truly come together. It's a very, logistics is a very physical world. As you know, it's a truck and it's a plane, it's a ship and technology is pretty hard to see. And the the magic of getting those two, two together has holds a whole bunch of promise that I'm um, just really excited about being involved in, in different ways. Did you just call yourself a propeller head? I did. <laughs> is, is that a thing in the shipping business? <laughs> No, it's a thing in uh, the 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 geek world. <laughs> That's what uh, it's uh, when you're uh, when you're an intern at Google. They they give you a they actually give you a hat with a propeller on it. What do you mean, like a beanie? Exactly. Really? Okay. Yep. It's, it's, I, I I thought you were going to say it's a, you know like an airplane thing and a ship thing and oh no un unofficial <laughs> mascot thing in the in the in the shipping well, business. There, there you go. There you go. Well, maybe maybe there's some sort of uh, some sort of theme here that I'm uh, not not completely aware of. But uh, anyway, okay. yeah, that's well, you can start a new one. My background is really in the entertainment business and mostly music, but as part of entertainment and specifically part of live entertainment, stuff has to get places, and that is probably the genesis of how you and I began to talk and why I became interested in learning more about logistics. For example, uh, I do remember right around the time I started in entertainment, the Rolling Stones were doing their Steel Wheels tour. It was a little story at the time that came out. This was a stadium-filling production. And what was interesting to me back then is learning that there wasn't just one production going to these stadiums. The Stones had actually two full productions because it was so much stuff that had to be loaded in and set up and then struck that it didn't allow for enough time between the actual date. So they needed to have two full sets of stuff. And then later on, when I became involved in the classical music industry and going to the theater all the time, you look at the things on the stage. You understand that this stuff goes on tour, the sets need to be folded, and where do the light trusses go on the trucks, and all of this kind of thing. 
so that became very interesting. And then one night, you and I ran into each other, and I had just finished a book on the El Faro, which is a boat that sunk in the Caribbean some time ago. And with that fresh in my mind, yep. you and I began a discussion. And one thing led to another, and now here we are doing a podcast. So there we are. Anyway, so there we go. You know, shipping shipping is everywhere, and it's not something we're necessarily cognizant of, right? When we, for example, uh, yeah. I enjoy my my uh, very piping warm, not quite hot cup of coffee on, on my mm-hmm. desk right now, which uh, yeah, cold came from Nicaragua. So you know, describe really? what that might entail, from uh, you know the farmer picking the bean to my uh, my desktop in New York. Yeah, well, well, uh, this is the wonderful world of logistics. So, right. So the, the there's a whole farming aspect of this. There's even some transportation that happens with farming because somehow the fertilizer gets to the field. Somehow, people get there to be able to pick the crops or uh, tr- tractors or other moving equipment provides some some aspect of the farming. But the, the the whole point of logistics and what it takes for you to get that cup of coffee there is there's a whole underpinning from very beginning to the very end that allows that cup of coffee to be in your hand. So it it, it begins with the farm and how how the how the coffee beans are moved around the farm. And then at some point, the way it works with the coffee beans, which is a commodity, is at some point they get. Uh, processed and then they get put into large bags or some kind of container a lot of a lot of coffee beans all coffee beans get transported primarily from wherever they're produced in the world to uh, to where they're consumed or made into ultimately coffee tra- transport by ocean what we call ocean container sometimes by boat but the so so there's a whole coordination effort around getting the coffee beans from these bags at the farm to some port where they can be loaded into a container and put on a big ship. These ships are huge, uh, movable city blocks, basically. And so there's a whole dance that happens around getting the containers onto these ships, and then the ships get transported across the water. And uh, there's a lot of documentation, a lot of handoffs, a lot of other stuff that happens around that to make it happen. And the vessel can arrives at the port of destination and then there's a whole nother dance of cranes and other things that happen that remove the containers that hold the coffee beans and remove them and put them on the port side and then there's a whole nother dance around trucks that come and pick up those containers and then there's a handoff around customs to make sure that there's nothing nefarious going on inside the coffee and everything's good and meets the FDA requirements and then it moves on to the truck and the truck gets, gets goes to a warehouse typically. And then from that warehouse, uh, containers are emptied up and guts are sent, the guts of the bags are sent to uh, wherever, who's ever ordered the bags, like your corner coffee store. And um, and then, yeah, and then the, eventually it ends up the coffee beans end up in some smaller quantity at your local coffee store and then they they make them into your cup of coffee well i'm grateful for that effort i can assure you but aside from ships and you know ships are cool right let's face it but 
what makes it so interesting? It's a guy with a hand truck and a clipboard. Why is that uh -huh. interesting? <laughs> because 90% of what you're sitting on, eating, wearing, consuming in some way came on some kind of ocean vessel somehow, some way. And it's a lot of handoffs. It's a lot of parties involved. There's in logistics, in logistics around the world, it's three and a half trillion dollars spent in logistics. And this includes everything from the person in China driving their motor, using their, their bicycle to deliver something to Maersk ocean vessels and FedEx trucks and airplanes and everything in between. There's just a lot, a lot of moving parts around that. It's in a lot of handoffs and, and it's a very, it's a very physical thing that, that is pretty much, well, it's three and a half trillion. It's 8% of the global GDP. It's, uh, it's pretty significant. And yet it's a very kind of underappreciated or under, under, mm, underappreciated, I would say, just uh, that, that it, I, it always struck me when I was running warehouses myself, it struck me that the person that was paid the lowest salary in the whole company was a warehouse person who was actually the last person to have and the last person to touch that product that was really part of the whole customer experience. And there's, there's just a, it's, it's like a, it's like a hidden part of the, our world that, uh, that, uh, that, that there's this whole complex situation with all these, all these parts moving around underneath us. And uh, yeah, and it's all just sort of happening. It's gotta happen. You have to ship, you can't, you have no choice. That's what's fun about it. it it's got to move. And to make that happen, well, it takes multiple, right. multiple humans. Well, uh, you know, you said what, 8% of the global, global GDP, is that, is that the figure you quoted? Yes, that's correct, yep. Okay, so just under 10% of the cost of anything is, goes into moving it from wherever it came from to my living room. Right, exactly. Well, what you've otherwise described, uh, you know, from a layman's perspective, is kind of like a rat's nest. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> yep. So the way logistics works is it's made up of a bunch of small different activities. So there's a, a discovery piece, like how much is it gonna cost me? There's a documentation information piece of it. There's a pay, payment piece of it. There is a monitoring and tracking piece of it. So there's lots of little pieces of functionality around logistics and moving moving stuff from one place to another. I've typically been involved in the, the piece of it that is the handoff piece. So going from somebody who wants to ship something to somebody who has the capability to be able to ship that. And that tends to be where I focused on making that part easier and more digitized. Now, how hard is something like this? You know, you get you, you make a phone call, some guy comes to your factory, he takes it off and uh, you're good to go and that's why you're paying his 50 cents, right? Easy. Uh-huh, right, right. No? Well, well, multiply that times, well, at least 10 different steps to do a shipment from somewhere in the world to somewhere else in the world. And then about, Oh, I don't know, a thousand people or a thousand handoffs are involved. And there's trucks, there's airplanes, there's ships that all have to have some role in it. There's 
cranes, there's delivery services, there's coordination, there's planning for what what's going to go in what part of the truck. There's all sorts of pieces of functionality that happen all around that. It's 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 well, why they call it logistics. That sounds like more than what one could fit in one episode, to be perfectly blunt. I agree. I see. I agree. Tune into episode two and find out the secret reason why it's about to get easier to ship something. Or not so secret.